0: What up, y'all? It's the Mildly Professional Podcast with Amber and... Laura. And today we're going to talk about how we became friends, our origin story, and also our Enneagram types. And roll the intro. We
1: got two gals
0: from a college town Making memories, going through the business route With a little experience, a whole lot of ambition And go about their lives on a never-ending mission To share their knowledge everywhere they go Oh, 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 yeah. mm-hmm. But first things first. But first things first. We're gonna try this quiz thing again and see if we still like it. So today we're gonna learn how big of a couch potato
1: are you! And this come <laughs> This hits close to home, uh, because medically, I'm technically soupy mashed potatoes. Like, my disc was so worn out in my back, but the doctor literally wrote in his surgical notes, um, the disc was the texture of soupy mashed potatoes. And which, I'm, gross. Which yeah. And I've always been known for being kind of lazy and sleepy. So like I am a couch potato. Plus I'm medically a potato. Plus I loved potatoes. So you are what you eat. And that really came true for me. So I feel invested in this. And Laura just made
0: amazing mashed potatoes for our Friendsgiving. So oh, thank
1: you. I appreciate it. Yes i was very happy they're nowhere close to how good my sister um or my aunt how well they do it but i tried
0: but what's their secret really i don't
1: know more
0: butter like who knows probably so a couch potato and the intro is this how do you feel about this laura do you feel personally attacked do you spend too much time on the couch yep is your middle name spud
1: (laughs) don't wait until you turn into a potato chip take this quiz to find out Is your middle name Spud? It might as well be, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Like, no, but okay.
0: (laughs) Spud. And number one, how many hours a day do you watch TV? A, I don't like TV. (laughs) B, one to two hours... C 3 hours, D 4 to 5 hours or E almost all day. I
1: would say probably 3 hours.
0: 3 hours for Laura. What about you? Um, I don't watch TV. Maybe 1 to 2 if I like watch a show with my dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is kind of dated, right? Because who watches TV?
1: Right. I mean, not me. I don't I know, I watch TikToks. Now that answer would be right. a lot different.
0: <laughs> I was just about to say if it was how many hours do you watch TikTok or like YouTube. Right. We're in the we're in the all day category there. Okay, almost all day. Um, Well, unless we're doing other things. How many times a week do you exercise or go for a walk? (laughs) Can we go back to the medically soupy mashed potatoes? (laughs) I think that one time we did try to go for a walk and then you were like, well, we're going to turn around now. (laughs) So we made it. Not even that far. I know. But I tried. I did try. I tried. I think we made it. It was at Wesley and we went around the lake. Yeah. Around the one side. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were like, okay, I'm about at the point that we're going to need to turn around. Yeah. All right, cool. Yep. So, exercise or go for a walk. A, seldom. B, three to five times. C, two is a victory. D, almost every day. Or E, never. Seldom. Seldom. Yeah,
1: because it was not never. Right. Like Trent and I, on random Saturdays, we'll go on a walk with the dogs. Yeah. Or, you know, bowling is some sort of exercise and I do that once a week sometimes twice a week hopefully
0: that comes up in
1: here yeah for sure
0: anything else
1: so I do try what about you you're pretty active I almost every day yeah yeah that's what I would like to be because I know endorphins (laughs) are important yeah. Mine are store bought but I'd like to produce some natural ones yeah. too.
0: Some good serotonin going on in there. Yep. Um, yeah, and no, almost every day go for at least an hour walk or go mm-hmm. to the gym. Go yeah. to a workout class with my mom. Pretty awesome. I think we're gonna be polar opposites on this quiz. We totally
1: okay. are. And we've known this our entire friendship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one time that I
0: tried, we were like, yeah, we're going to go to the gym every day (laughs) at 7 a.m. And every day I'd wake up to get ready and get a text from Laura. I'm sorry. I can't go today. And I think we went once. We went once. One time and you got in my car to drive over there and you were just like, don't even talk to me. Don't even look at me. Right. It was literally that TikTok of, I thought this was a joke. I (laughs) even wrote it down in my diary. (laughs) Um, okay, what's your favorite snack food? A, popcorn. Mm. B, chips or candy. C, protein bar. D, trail mix or E, fruit. I like chips chips so mm-hmm. chips are candy yeah this one's hard it was either that or
1: popcorn because I do love some popcorn too
0: yeah popcorn probably is my favorite snack but I kind of want to say it's popcorn or fruit uh, probably fruit mm-hmm. I could see that I'm like I need an apple um or a banana with peanut butter mm, mm-hmm. so good if you miss your favorite show when do we miss our favorite show anyway right. <laughs> let's go back to high school when you missed pretty little liars pretty little, yeah and you were just done for yeah um a oh how do you feel a i just try to watch it another time b i don't miss shows because i record them c i don't have favorite shows (laughs) d i'm upset
1: and throw the remote or e it's no big deal i'm not gonna lie i get upset (laughs) you throw the remote category Well, I would get upset, but I wouldn't throw the remote. Um, probably closer to. I don't really have a favorite show since, especially since I don't miss anything. Yeah, there's sense? nothing to miss. So that's kind of what I'm gonna go with. More middle of the road there.
0: I'm gonna go with. I don't miss
1: shows because I record them. Yeah, I didn't have that uh, fancy technology. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't have that growing up. So that D B R. Um, yeah. If you missed it, you missed it. I always wondered if it
0: affected people in their ratings if I recorded the show but apparently it doesn't Mm. apparently if you record a show and you watch it within three days Mm. um it's a different metric but it's the same as watching it as it comes out like they still look at those numbers that's
1: cool yeah because enough people set to record it so enough people must care enough to collect that data
0: yeah well plus if you have the capability to record it and wait a few minutes then you don't have commercials Mm -hmm. so that's great as well um, which of these activities would you rather be doing? okay? A, an outdoor adventure. Mm, B you watching... probably you, <laughs> right. <laughs> B watching TV, C shopping, mm. D napping or e hanging out with friends.
1: Well, we're doing that now. Yeah. I don't know. I think I do love just to sit down and watch some, some TV or TikTok. And I know that's probably not the right answer. Well, it is like, the right Like, I'm going answer. to become the biggest couch potato. But I can't lie. It's who I am. I it's mean, in my DNA.
0: I'm, like, trying to think if we ever have had an outdoor adventure besides playing tennis. Here we like go. We've, we've gone. To the Arboretum.
1: Yeah. We would take walks yeah. in the Arboretum. I want to get into going and, like, exploring more. But we got to get my back under control first.
0: Okay, once your back is under control... I have a book okay. that I bought. It's technically for family outdoor adventures, okay. but it has different things that you do. So like when you're on a nature walk, look for these many different types of leaves. Or um, when you're looking at the sky, try to draw a picture of the pictures you see in the clouds. I or love that. Whatever. And I bought it because whatever. I just I just saw it and this is awesome. Yeah. And I kept taking pictures of different pages and I thought at this point I should just buy the book. Right. Okay. So I bought it. We so I will totally that. do that. Yes, we will do that at some point. Hopefully soon. Hopefully. Hopefully soon Um I'm going to go I'm really between hanging out with friends and an outdoor adventure because I feel like I would rather be hanging out with friends if I had a choice between going on a hike by myself. I'm going to go with hanging out with friends. Yeah, you're like probably, more social butterfly. Yeah, hanging out with friends. Okay. 6. How do you prefer to watch a movie? A rent on cable or pay-per-view. Ooh. Ooh. B, when it comes on TV, C, at the movie theater, D, I watch some of it, but I get bored and finish it another time, or E, from the comfort of my home.
1: Movie theater. I love the movie theater because it always feels like a special occasion.
0: And some people don't feel that, and I don't understand that perspective because there are some people who've literally said, I could have gone my whole life never having a movie theater open back up and would have been fine. Yeah
1: can't relate. I've, I've just, been sad. So nice. I've been so sad.
0: And those ones with the reclining chairs and the heaters oh. and the mm, mm-hmm. That's so much comfier than my home. Okay, but how do how the heck do I prefer to watch a movie? I don't
1: know. I feel like you're almost like I get bored and watch it at a later date. <laughs>
0: Maybe, but I also feel like I rent on ca- rent on cable or like Amazon. Amazon, Yeah. I just did that the other night. Watched my cousin Vinny with my dad. You've oh, seen that yeah. movie? I've seen parts of it. I'm going to go with that just because I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that makes me a couch potato.
1: Number seven. <laughs> I think you're safe. <laughs> yeah. That's the one that got <laughs> That's me. That's the one that'll take you down. What's your
0: ideal way to spend an afternoon? A, at the beach. So, wherever we live must be really nice. Really? At the beach. B, at the mall. C, playing sports. D, listening to music and surfing social media. Or E, chilling at home.
1: Oh, and the question is what's your perfect day? Your
0: ideal way to spend an afternoon.
1: Oh, well, ideally, I'll tell you, ideally I'd like to, um, go either shopping or to the beach. But what will likely happen is chill at home, because the day will come, and I'm like, not feeling it. So,
0: but it is ideal ideally you don't have back pain yeah you're not feeling guess, ill physically so i'm gonna go with shopping okay At i do love mall. to go shopping hmm. I mean, the mall is nice, mm-hmm. but also none of these really appeal to me. I wish there was a, on a hike. Right. I think the closest one to that might be at the beach. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. That Only because I'd want to be on a hike in that yeah. tracks. Sure. Okay. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? A, turn on the TV. B, brush my teeth and shower. C, call a friend or text. Good Lord. Right when you wake up. Hi, what up, y'all? Oh. D, eat breakfast or E, get ready for my day. Well, okay, this is my one issue with these quizzes. Some of these yeah. are the same answer.
1: Yeah, get ready and brushing my teeth and showering. Like,
0: what does get ready for my day have anything different than, yeah, brushing your teeth? In? Isn't that what you do to get ready for your day? Brush your teeth and shower? Right.
1: I'm gonna say brush my teeth and shower. Yeah, eat breakfast, lol. Neither of us do that. Neither
0: of us. Do that. Do that.
1: Yeah, nope. mm-hmm. We are not very healthy in that. <laughs> in I'm that gonna go with course. call a friend or, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're right. I'm like, girl, you better not be calling me when we first wake up. Uh-uh. Or like, what friend I'm not
0: i've been dating anybody not gonna Mm -hmm. nothing i just wake up to myself saying good morning (laughs) good morning amber good morning oh my gosh i don't know is turn on the tv similar to i guess brush my teeth and shower i mean yeah what else are you gonna do Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do the same answer when was the last time you turned the tv on a can't remember i lost the remote a long time ago (laughs) b today C, last week. D, I turned it on to watch the news last night. Or E, yesterday, I follow a few shows closely. Um, today. Yeah, today. Yeah. Me too. Okay. I think this is a little bit dated. Yeah. It's like if you're at home now, you have the TV on mm-hmm. pretty much all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody I used to talk to just liked the noise in the background. Yeah. Okay, last question. What is on your couch?
1: Well, pet hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What is going on? Let's see. A, pillows and blankets. Well, that's pretty much your couch. Yeah. I don't even think we need to read the other answers. Nope. B, it's a bit cluttered, but there's room to sit if you shove it over. C, it's where I keep my running and biking gear. D, it's my home office or E, laundry and coats. Well, definitely the pillows and blankets. Yeah, you got pillows and blankets. I'm trying to remember a time when I did have a couch because I don't currently. Mm Mm-hmm. And is that it? Do not have a couch. Do not have couch. (laughs) Um. And what was on it? Um. I pretty much kept my couch clean, but I don't. There was nothing on it. Well, probably laundry. Yeah, that's actually probably because a lot of people
1: do laundry and like on the couch.
0: Yeah, and I fold it while watching TV. But this quiz doesn't
1: need to know that, right? It's judging us harshly already.
0: So I guess laundry and coats. Is probably me. We'll see what happens. All right,
1: and we're back from calculating. I don't know how I feel about these.
0: Oh, um, no. these results we have here. So anyway, apparently, Laura, you are a crispy hash brown. <laughs> Okay. And a crispy hash brown means that you're somewhat a couch potato. You don't get out much, Mm -hmm. but when you do, you like to be social. Yeah. You prefer the comfort of your home, but close friends are around often. That is so me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A crispy
1: hash brown. crispy hash brown. I love that. If that's not on the t-shirt, I don't want it. (laughs) You need to make merch. I need to make a merch just for me. Make merch just of crispy. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, we end up wearing our results of these quizzes all the time. Yes. And apparently, I'm only one level above you, and I'm a bit of a french fry. Oh. Just a bit. Just a bit. Just a bit. You have just a pinch of couch potato in you. While you like going out and being social, you do need your downtime too. You like the best of both worlds. Quiet relaxation mixed with social activities. You are well balanced to giving yourself enough of each without going overboard in any direction. Yeah. Pretty balanced. That's why I'm a Libra. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Balance is everything. Man, so those were pretty accurate.
0: We didn't go crazy because we could have been a loaded creamy mashed potato, Mm. which is like the major couch potato option, Mm -hmm. and literally says you could use some more time outdoors or on the social scene. (laughs) Damn. I'm your doctor. Get out of the house. Right. So yeah, there we go. That's our little icebreaker for the day. I love these cool, these quirky, awesome social
1: media quizzes is the name of the book. And also, it feeds really well into today's topic. Yeah. Of, um, Well, a couple different things. Talking about how we got started as friends. Mm -hmm. But then also um, about Enneagrams and personality types. And this just feeds right on in. I love it. I've loved learning about the Enneagram. And I'm trying
0: to figure out the best way to start. Our origin story, but I do want to say, like, the, well, when we're telling the story, it's a funny story once we get down to when we really became, oh gosh, this is my person. Yeah. But, um, I guess it started at Scholarship Day.
1: Yeah. hmm
0: So, it was February of our senior years of high school. So, 2015. hmm February of 2015, we were both competing <laughs> for a full tuition scholarship, and, Later, we've talked about this, Mm -hmm. and so I was supposed to compete for a different full tuition scholarship, and then the night before got thrown into this group of people, and I didn't know we were supposed to read an article Mm -hmm. for this big group discussion that we were going to have, and so the dean of students goes, okay, guys, we're going to begin our group discussion over this article, and I thought, I have one of two options here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep, I can say something
1: mm-hmm.
0: or I can suffer and maybe not get this scholarship. Yep. Really, those, those felt like my only option. So I raised my hand and just said, I'm very sorry I did not read this article. Can we have a few minutes to look it over? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you know, I was actually so grateful that you said that because like I needed that refresher because I think I had read the article way before, like yeah. so far in advance that I had forgotten some parts. So I was like oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God for that girl. <laughs> thank God for this random girl in the room. Yeah. But the Dina Students,
0: she just, she kind of looked stunned though. Yeah. She just kind of went, I mean, okay, I guess we can take a water break. Anyone need to go to the bathroom? Yeah. Whatever. And then the girl beside me let me use her notes and she did not get a scholarship. So I don't know what happened with her, but sorry. Thanks for letting me use Dang. your notes. <laughs> And I just, she just goes, here, like, you can use mine. I said, okay. And I tried really, really hard to not use anything that she had written on mm-hmm. the sides. Yeah. Because I didn't want to steal her stuff. But, so I read over, I did the thing where you read the first sentence of each paragraph and mm-hmm. I figured out some stuff and ended up having answers that they liked. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. That was a stroke of genius. And then we went to lunch. Yeah. And that's when we were, we were eating lunch and that's when we first realized each other existed. Yes.
1: The first time. um, And we bonded over the idea of playing tennis. And mm-hmm. I think, I forget if I'm the one that said, Oh, yeah, I play tennis. And you're like, Tennis? Yeah. I play tennis too. I remember you reaching across the table and being like, Oh my gosh,
0: like we both play tennis. Ah, that sounds and I like think, me. I think we high fived. Yeah, probably. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we, and I just remember thinking, Okay, that girl, like we need to probably connect if we're both going to be on the tennis team. Yes. That's and where my boy brain was.
1: did we connect. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we
0: connected. So. We had summer orientation was Mm -hmm. the next thing. Yeah. And and I had friended
1: you on Facebook. Yes. And I remember getting that friend request and you are friends with, um, and I'll bleep out her name, but. Oh my gosh, that's right. And that's how, so at first I thought you must have been a visitor of hers because I'm really bad of like a visitor of hers at my church because that's where I know her from. So I'm really bad at faces. Like I can remember names. Okay. And I can remember, like, having a conversation with you. But when it comes to, like, faces, I have that face blindness where, mm-hmm. like, if you change your hair even a little bit, oh, man, it just throws me all sorts of off. And I'm like, is that the same person? I can't tell. Like, that's why you should never rely on me in a criminal investigation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it was, it's crazy that... You bring up that person and that that was our mutual friend because I'm pretty sure I literally know that girl from maybe third grade. Her mom drove me home from church Bible school at one point. That's so funny. And so I'm shocked that we were even friends on Facebook.
1: Yeah. Well, and I saw that and I was like, oh, she must be a church person. Like somebody in that world. Yeah. Version of my world. Um, so I didn't really connect those dots. And then, um then months after the scholarship day in February. So I think we're in July or yep. July or, um, beginning of August. I think it was, it was July.
0: Okay. Cause we had to start school pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, end of July and it was aardvark summer orientation. Yes. I still had that
1: shirt. Yeah. And, um, so from my perspective, I'm sitting all alone in the chapel, not really knowing who to talk to. Because in the I'm back awkward. row. <laughs> And I get a message on my phone from that girl, from somebody. And I don't think I made that connection yet that it was the same girl who had sent me the friend request, if that makes sense. Like, I just thought I was getting a random message. And I was like, and I don't remember what it said. I don't think you even, you didn't even look into it. I didn't read it. Yeah, I didn't read it. I just saw I got the message. That's right. And I got it and I was like, I'll just look at it later. Because that's what I do. I leave leave messages or reminders alone until I have a really good second to, like, open it. Because otherwise I would forget. So my intention was always to respond. Mm -hmm. Just not right then, because again, I was thinking it was in the church world. Um, So all of a sudden, this girl sits down next to me. (laughs) <laughs> and it's just chatting me up like we've been old friends forever. <laughs> yeah, why not? And and that was yeah that was from my perspective.
0: That was so from my perspective, I saw that you were sitting over there, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I need to see if she like what O group is she in because you're we about to break off, and then mm-hmm. if you wanted to grab lunch later or do something.
1: Oh, and I guess I should mention the face blindness came in again because I again did not connect you to the girl from Scholarship Day or the girl on Facebook because I. I had dyed my hair. You dyed your hair. And that, I unless I know you, I I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, <laughs> know. And I don't know that,
0: but I'm also used to that and think, when people recognize me from a long time ago, I am so confused. Right. How do you even recognize who I am or what I look right. like? Right. Um, so I was just sitting over there and I thought, oh, I think I added her on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So I am, even though I don't act like it, I'm still a little bit nervous about, oh, maybe this person doesn't know who I am or wants me to just go away.
1: Sure didn't know who you were, but (laughs) didn't want you
0: to go away because it was, thank God somebody sat next to me. (laughs) So then I'm like, oh, I'll message her on Facebook. So I messaged, I think, hey... I'm so-and-so from scholarship day. We met. We both played tennis. What O group are you in? Mm -hmm. And then you didn't respond. But she also didn't truly look at her phone to the extent that I thought she got a notification. So then at this point, I'm just thinking, you know, what's really the worst that can happen if I just walk over there and say, hi, remember me from scholarship day? Are you the person from scholarship day? Did we get the same scholarship? Is that Mm -hmm. what happened here? Um, And then she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what O group are you in?
1: And we were not in in the same O group. No, we weren't. And That was a bummer. I remember. Yeah. Being like, Dang. Like I thought I had somebody now I have to make another friend. Yeah, More friends. <laughs> more friends.
0: But I think I said something like we should hang out later. And I'm pretty sure that was when we did go for a walk around the lake. Like yeah. We met up for a, a walk at some point. Obviously there was more interaction because then on move in day and this is just again, this is who I am and who my family is. You will. Yes. Just, it totally tracks. So. I was just randomly, we're at move-in day. We're in the same building, I know, because we probably communicated about it. And then we went to lunch, and all of our families were with us because it was move-in day, and they were all helping us, and we're first years. And oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. my baby's going to college. Oh, yes, good times. So we're walking in the dining hall, and I go, oh my gosh, look, there's my friend Laura. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then then my family, oh my gosh, you already have a friend? That's so great. (laughs) Go say hi.
1: And then her whole family's there, and her dad is just, we got plenty of room, sit right down. <laughs> My dad can make a friend with anybody, and I love, I admire this quality, but also it made me want to like shrink and die because it was like I wasn't sure how serious you were about us being friends yet. Yeah, I'm very weary of like new friends. It's like, well, are you really trying to be a friend or are you just trying not to be alone? I understand that because technically it could have been perceived that way from the get go just because yeah. I didn't know
0: anybody yet, right.
1: But, um, so, and I was like, well, gosh, what if, and I remember thinking, if we don't remain friends, then this will forever be the most awkward moment of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh,
0: And and on my side, I'm thinking, oh good, she has a good family. Yeah. Oh, we're going to be such good friends. This is so great that I've already made a friend. Yep. In Laura. And I just thought this is so cool. Um, so we sit down, your sister was getting married, your other sister was there talking about invitations. I mean, I remember all of this was so cool. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, wow, this is really awesome. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was really awesome. I was not thinking at all
1: about anything beyond, wow, this is really awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I have to, of course, overthink it. Like, you know. It's in my blood as a, a couch potato. I am also an overthinker, so. Yep. So couch potatoes that overthink bad combo. Bad combo <laughs> cuz we don't do anything about it cuz we're couch potatoes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But then
0: we get to the funny part of the story. Yeah.
1: So it was orientation. So
0: move-in weekend orientation. They had lots of stuff planned for the first years to connect and get involved on campus. So all of the orientation staff threw grocery bingo. Yeah. Which I loved from the very beginning because Mm -hmm. I thought this is amazing. You won bingo and you went up and you could get toilet paper. Mm -hmm. You could get mac and cheese. You could get ramen. I mean, the ramen that you won lasted us all semester. Oh, yeah. Well, anytime it was, oh, I don't really want to eat in the cafeteria or the dining yeah. call, well, I have ramen noodles in yeah. my room. <laughs> That's right. And it lasted forever. <laughs> it was perfect. So we went to Grocery Bingo and I was there and I'm pretty sure my roommate was there. Maybe your roommate was with us or some other person. I feel mm. like there were
1: more people there, but. I think it was our sweetmates. I don't think yeah, my that... roommate was there, but our yeah. sweetmates were. We were sitting
0: around each other, but Laura and I were beside each other. Yeah. And not really an earshot of anybody else. Nope. So we're playing Grocery Bingo. We're having a good all time and one of the orientation leaders um Was doing. We'll call her Crystal. Okay, <laughs> we'll call her Crystal. We'll call her Crystal. Yeah. So, anyway, Crystal is reading off numbers for grocery bingo. <laughs> and then I lean over to Laura and I'm like, "Hey, is it? It might just be me, but I'm like weirdly attracted to Crystal right now." Yes. And then I'm thinking, this could go really bad, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or it could be okay, but it went even better than that, (laughs) even better, because Laura looks over at me, I see the shock in her eyes, and she goes, oh my gosh,
1: I was just thinking the same thing. (laughs) But we were both like... (laughs) so confused and I was I just remember her looking over and saying that and immediately I was like somebody gets it and I've become more accustomed to just saying "get" because I can learn very
0: quickly if you're gonna be somebody I can hang out with long term Mm -hmm. so we bonded over that which was incredible and that is so weird that that's what it was but after that moment I think we felt much more connected yes
1: yeah, yeah, that to me was like, okay, so she's, like, here to be a real friend. Like, this isn't just convenience yep. for her. Because I was, like, when I say... I didn't want to be friends with somebody that wanted just convenience, didn't mean I didn't want to be your friend. I just wasn't sure what your intentions were yet.
0: Yeah, what is this really gonna be?
1: Because I'm pretty, I have a problem of like oversharing and o- giving away more of myself than I should to people. Like, I trust people more than I think I should. So I think I was just in the phase of like, gotta protect myself, shouldn't get too, don't don't get too invested until they, like literally my rule was, don't tell about, don't tell a secret about you until they reveal something about them so in that moment you revealed something and I was like okay like and it fell right into my new role that's something I don't think I've ever told you no I didn't know that yeah that was a because I had just gone through some drama at school in high school Mm -hmm. and I hate drama and I hate losing friends but I remember being like okay I'm not gonna just create friends out of people that are here for convenience or because there's no one else to hang out with you know it's just gonna be people who share with me as equally as I share with them they have to make the move first. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm really glad you made the move. I made all the moves. Yes. And because it's true, introverts have to be adopted by extroverts. (laughs) I had to fight you. You did. And as soon as you said, do you find Crystal strangely attractive? I was like, oh, yes. (laughs) I can breathe. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I'm so confused by it. Plus, yeah, struggling
0: with that thought of what does this mean? Does it mean anything? Am I... Yeah, it was very
1: interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was... It was a great moment of like, oh, thank God. I have like a real, this is going to be a real friendship here. Not just like it's over in a week. Because I just, yeah. Because
0: it could have been. Yeah. All convenience.
1: Everybody. Hey. Uh, like everybody, I think during those orientations grouped up. Mm-hmm. And then we never saw that group together again. You know, so. there is always
0: knew of them. It created really good camaraderie and community at school. But not all those
1: people became your best friend. Right. It really varied in that you way. You just might see that girl in your class and you're like, oh, thank God I can sit next to her. Right. Yeah. That was Um, always nice. Or I know not to sit next to her. Right.
0: (laughs) There's a big difference.
1: I had a couple of girls like that in my O group that I was like, not you, not you. Okay, you. You're cool. Your <laughs> yeah.
0: Or my whole thing was always trying to figure out if somebody was just going to ask me for the notes all the time mm-hmm. or that kind of thing. Not even really being my friend, but making me feel bad if I didn't yeah. do something for them. That kind of stuff. I'm, I'm like, uh-uh, you do not control me. No. Nope. You get your own book. Yeah. It's not my fault that you didn't do the reading because mm-hmm. I needed my book. Right. <laughs> right. So... That was always the thing, but I think it's funny that you mentioned it because actually, this is a really good segue into our Enneagram types. Uh. Because what you're describing about creating those boundaries and all of
1: that really leans into your type. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we are going to talk about our Enneagram types.
1: Yes, we are. Okay, so the Enneagram test. Tell us a little bit about it, Miss Amber, since that's your specialty.
0: So I believe that the Enneagram is, it helps you figure out your basic fears and desires. So you can help, you can do research on developing yourself into a better person. Because if you know what's motivating you and what drives you, You can make those adjustments. And there's all kinds of research on the strengths and the weaknesses. And if you, oftentimes when you identify a problem or you identify certain aspects about yourself, it can help you realize them and work on them Mm -hmm. and what impact you're having on others. Yeah. So I really like it because that's what it dives into. Your type does not change. And what are some other common misconceptions? Really, it's just that your type can change. It really doesn't.
1: And it's not just like a traditional personality test. No. Where it's not so much about compatibility. Like there are elements of... Compatibility, mm-hmm. But the purpose of it is to learn, like, workplaces will sometimes assign it to their employees. Mm-hmm. It's to learn, okay, what really motivates this person? What, um, what are their weaknesses and how can we improve them? And so... Um, it helps you manage people better. And there's yeah. nine types. Okay, so nine types and each one has its own category. Mm-hmm. Now when we say type two, so that's the second category on this, imagine a wheel. And then when we say wing, we're referring to the two numbers on either side side of the main number of the type number i am a tattoo, which is what do they call that one again The the helper the helper and then your wings are either the hostess or the servant servant yes So, and I could be both. I have characteristics of both of those. She
0: really could be both, which is so annoying
1: because normally it's easy to tell,
0: but when we're, there's certain times, literally just earlier, your husband said, Mm -hmm. it doesn't always have to be perfect. And I go, oh, well, crap, there's type one. Yep. And then other times when you're reading descriptions, she is a hostess.
1: Yeah. And so I'm so confused. (laughs) I know. It confuses me, but I feel like either way I can't go wrong. Yeah. Because both are pretty have really great qualities and their same similar downfalls so um i think i'm more the hostess because i don't feel like i'm as serving as a servant one is supposed to be and i wonder because i'm not a ch-
0: I know a lot about it, but I don't think I've heard this question answered in any recent stuff I've seen, mm-hmm. but if your wings do change or are occasionally different.
1: I know your, yeah. your type doesn't change. So for me being a type 2, my wing options are either 1 or 3 because they're on either side of that type 2. So those are your secondary um, motivations, secondary characteristics. So we're trying to figure out if I'm a wing type 1, which is called the servant, or wing type 2, two wing type 2. Yeah, two wing 3. Two wing 3, there it is.
0: Um is the hostess. And type 1s are categorized as perfectionists and type 3s mm-hmm. are the achievers. And mm-hmm. the reason why I get confused is because when you look at those character types, you're really both because you do have those kinds of achiever tendencies,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: think, you know, and you you want things to be a competition that you win even within yourself. Yeah. And that's why you create these games for yourself to mm-hmm. conquer your soda addiction. You right. know, there's even just little, little things like that. Yeah. I'm thinking, wow, or how you like metrics and data mm-hmm. and I could care less. Right.
1: <laughs> or I couldn't,
0: I could not care less. I cannot not care less. So it's very different. Um my dad's a type 3.
1: That yeah.
0: So I have some some personal experience. I I've, I've been personally victim I'm just kidding. My dad's great. <laughs> So that's what we're trying to figure out with you, but the type twos are categorized as the helper.
1: And Amber, what type are you?
0: I am a type seven wing six for sure.
1: Okay, and what is that categorized as?
0: The type seven is the enthusiast. Okay. And then type sixes are, oh my gosh, I think the loyalist is the name for them. Yep. They're very um, anxious and concerned about things that are especially outside of their control.
1: Yeah, that tracks.
0: (laughs) Or, yeah, so it was funny because I was trying to tell my friends that I, figured out I'm a wing six I think Mm -hmm. I've narrowed it down and I had this one friend who said oh my gosh you are so not a type six at all why would you ever think that and then we went on a trip up to up north we live when I lived in Minnesota we took a weekend trip up north and We were parked, I parked my car Mm -hmm. in parallel parking Mm -hmm. and I felt like I wasn't in the line or I was very confused about how I was parked. But then at the same time, the car in front of me was backing up to exit the parking space Mm -hmm. and I'm just sitting there. Oh my gosh, don't hit my car. They look like they're going to hit my car. Are they going to hit my car? And my friend goes, oh my gosh, there is the type six right there. There it is. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) I said, sorry, I haven't been speaking my inner dialogue enough to you people, obviously.
1: Apparently not. That's so so yeah, that's how I feel when, especially when I see
0: a car, ba- I'd rather just not be there. Yeah. I just can't see a car backing up anywhere near my car. I will always think they're going
1: to hit me. I feel the same way about people falling. Like I cannot watch people fall. That's right. I do it. I mean, sometimes America's Funniest Home Videos, sometimes when it's a bunny fall. But like, I'm not one of the people that laugh when they see people get hurt because it's a, you can't control that. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people because the whole time I want to cry. Like I distinctly remember, do you remember the movie Snow Dogs? No, I don't think so. It's about a bunch of huskies, and this guy finds his father, who was estranged from his mother, and they try to bond over riding a sled. It sounds vaguely familiar. Okay, so the mother, I'm also explaining that because they're in Alaska, well, the mother flies out there to surprise him at this um, event for the sledding, like the big uh, race. Um, And she comes out of the airplane and slips in the cookie tin, floats in the air with all the cookies in (laughs) slow motion and she falls and I at three years old we're in the movie theaters at three year old at three years old I start sobbing uncontrollably (laughs) because this poor woman came all this way and all she wanted to do was have a happy all she wanted to do was have a happy reuniting moment with her son and instead it got ruined because she fell like that's how I think of it because once you fall there's no recovering from that the awkwardness oh my gosh I know I know as long as everybody's okay now when it's a hurt fall I like want to sob because I hate when people are hurt but for the most part a fall that's not really gonna hurt them that bad Still can't watch it. It's tough. I feel like I I get
0: it to an extent. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would sob in a movie theater over it, but yeah. I, I do not like that kind of humor where it's at someone else's full expense. Yeah, that they're just constantly making fun of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if it involves any kind of mental disability, just count me out for that. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just
1: <laughs> mental. And that's not
0: being a big sister. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. My sister has autism and other intellectual disabilities. Mm-hmm. So if she ever comes home crying, I will Fight do somebody, something about yep. it. Yeah. And she has before. And I'm, uh, mom, you better be calling the school right now.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you better. Full on Karen. Yes. Or we're going to have problems. Yeah. <laughs> this is
0: the time it's okay to be Karen-ish. Oh my gosh. I know. So absolutely not. I hate that kind of humor. So that would get me. Not really her yeah. falling, but the, like you were saying, oh, mm-hmm. she
1: dropped all the cookies and she just wanted this. You she know. just wanted this sweet moment. I almost vomited. And it's like, I'm not the one who got hurt, but I'm going to act like I did. (laughs) Which is interesting because your type is characterized by empathy (laughs) and service. And
0: they talk a lot in Enneagram 2, being the giver and having that empathy for others. And Mm -hmm. that's where the, one of your strengths being that you understand the needs of others. Mm -hmm. That's why, because you're empathetic and you would know, oh, this person needs this. Whereas sometimes if somebody were to tell me I'm okay, Mm -hmm. I'd go, okay, you're okay. I wouldn't think, maybe they're not okay
1: and they're just saying that they're okay.
0: You just take it at face value. Yeah, you said you're okay, so what is the problem?
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how it should be. (laughs) But talking about being empathetic, um, my empathy is weird. So on an emotional level, yes, like I usually can sense... Not what they're feeling, but that something is wrong. Usually, unless you're like a golden uh, Golden Globe nominated actor, <laughs> I'm yeah, not right. know. Um, But when I see people hurt, like if I were to see you um, break your arm in the moment, or like get a cut on your hand, or anything like that, I feel pain in my extremities. So my arms feel like somebody just stabbed them real quick with a knife, and same with my arm, same for my other arm, and with my legs, it just feels like. Or better yet, lightning just struck through them. And I guess that's the adrenaline pushing through. But, like, man, I feel it. It is painful. So, I feel those sympathy pains. It's just yeah. in a different... I don't feel it, like, the same way that you feel your arm breaking. Well, plus, also, I think... I've
0: never broken an arm, knock on wood. <laughs> <Yep>. um, but... <laughs> I've heard before that oftentimes when you're in that pain, you are in so much shock that you're not actually feeling it. Mm-hmm. So people will say that it hurt really bad or they immediately forgot about it or just went numb or their brain just couldn't take it. So you might even be feeling more pain, technically,
1: <laughs> right. if you
0: think about it. Um, I would at least hope that that would happen to me if I were to be seriously injured. Yeah. That I, I just get hurt and I puke. That's oh how it Oh my works.
1: gosh. You're going to learn a lot in this podcast that I want to puke all yeah. the time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but also hate it.
1: But also hate puking so much and so
0: i don't really know how to segue this better but your basic fear and desire oh okay yeah. so this is really what determines what enneagram type you are so basic desire for laura is to be loved it's true and basic fear is being unworthy of love or unloved and that hits deep oh my goodness but you're talking about how it, it does resonate with you that your basic desire and fear is about love.
1: Yeah. Because I, I find my self-worth in others, which is not how it should be. Like I'm, I need to actively work on that. <laughs> but so when people see me in bad light, I mm-hmm. see me in bad light. So that hits hard. And I see true. that. I've seen that with
0: when you've been really upset with somebody for voicing certain things about you that aren't true at the mm-hmm. end of the day, they're coming from not a good place. Um, mm-hmm. That's tough. Because because I know that you're immediately taking on whatever they said yeah, and thinking that that's how you are and then mm-hmm. calling me asking, is this person valid? Do I do these right. things? Is this actually how I operate in the world? And me having to now fight in your brain with this right. other person. Which
1: I appreciate you being willing to fight because some people would not. <laughs> I mean, that's just baloney. Yeah. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. I know exactly which incident yes. you're referring to.
0: <laughs> the way that we know. The way we know. But absolutely, I think that that's true and i get that a lot from you I was, I was gonna say more when i was living far away but maybe not maybe it's just the same mm-hmm. um if you're feeling really down one day you just text me do you still like
1: me <laughs> absolutely that yes. didn't change yeah you know sometimes it's just good to hear it like it shuts right. my anxiety up like literally you can't argue with what she just said yeah and so it's, it helps out and it's good that you know that's why i'm asking not yeah. because i think you did something i'm like oh, she's actually mad at
0: me and she's no, yeah there's no ulterior motive it's literally just her brain needs to hear it. Like you don't yeah. hate me, right? Yeah. You're still good. <laughs> yeah, okay. Or I might have said a stupid thing a few
1: days ago. Is that why you haven't called? <laughs> like, <I>, yeah. No! <laughs> the amount of times that's happened to people in my life, it's ridiculous. Like, oh
0: my gosh, it's so funny. Uh, but I think it's funny. I don't yeah. think it, like, Laura's just being annoying again. I've never thought that. It's right. always just been, oh my gosh, of course yeah. <laughs> her brain needs to hear it another time. Right.
1: <laughs> One more time. It's like when people say, you were right. I'm sorry, I didn't, can you repeat that? Like, I didn't quite hear you straight. Yeah. Uh.
0: So type 7s are characterized by being extroverted, optimistic, and spontaneous. Basic desire to be satisfied and content to have needs filled. And then basic fear is being deprived and in pain. But I think also in terms of pain, physical, if it stopped you from doing things that you wanted to do, mm-hmm. but really mental pain. And that is where we're at there. Do you see any of that in me at all from stories I've told you in the past or anything?
1: I guess a little bit on the... um like- your fear your fear of feeling pain I can see that yeah um but also what was the other word being deprived deprived I don't see that one as much Although, if I think about it, I can connect it. It's not as natural to you, I think, as mine is to me. Because I feel like yours is more nuanced than feeling deprived. It's like feeling all these different emotions first.
0: Yeah. Or feeling, a big one for me is feeling controlled. Mm. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that so much. Like, in a job, I need flexibility. Mm. I need you to just know that I'm gonna do a good job. Mm-hmm. Focus on productivity. All that stuff. So Enneagrams will play into your jobs as well. I had some ones I was gonna read for you. Okay. So the here this one was yours this is from Sungrove church don't know why they have enneagram information didn't look into the sources at all but here we go gotcha top 10 signs you might be an enneagram type to the helper Ooh, i'm ready okay let's see okay number one you struggle with saying no to needs around you so it's gonna be like this <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> calling me out all right yes
0: not struggle to say no I get
1: that. I get that. Also, if anybody's inconvenienced in any way at all... Yeah, I can't do it. You're like, no. Like, the other day at the Avenues when we were shopping, and I was... I asked can we go take this to the car first? And oh you were yeah. like, yeah, sure. And I was like, you know, a year ago, I wouldn't have even, I would have just carried this shit. Like, oh my gosh. Because I, I can not even believe that. Yeah, because I don't want to inconvenience you at all. So I I just swallow it and I'm fine. Well, the funniest part about that
0: is, in that that specific instance, yeah. I was literally about to look at you and say, we need to go by the car. Yeah. Because I needed something, I don't even remember what. Right. But when you said it and then said, well, my brain immediately when you said, oh, can we stop by the car went, oh cool I don't even have to ask. Right. (laughs) We're just gonna go do it. So I just go all right cool that's what I wanted to do anyway. Yeah. And then we get to the car and that's when you tell me about I'm really proud of myself that I did that. That was a big deal. Wow I had no idea. Mm -hmm. So I like that you voiced that too because I would have no idea what's
1: going on in your mind. So I'm glad I did voice it to you. I just didn't know how to put it into words until Mm -hmm. the situation happened. And And there it was. Yeah. I did that. And so celebrate yourself on those little wins you yeah. like, wow, I'm proud of myself today. I conquered this. And there's room
0: for that growth and you don't have to do it all at one time or instantly, but it is about mm-hmm. noticing those little moments. I mm-hmm. think that's really important. So can't remember the example. Oh, literally today. Oh, what'd I do? Because I was at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. Oh. <laughs> and I had been there. I mean, the one by your house is atrocious. I wanted to go inside and the dining room's closed because they're short-staffed. And I'm thinking, okay, now I have to sit in this drive-thru and yeah. they have all these blocks of where you can't put your car because you have to let people out of the drive through and it's it's not one of the new Chick-fil-A's that they figured it all out it's really right. confusing and so I'm chilling there, and I apparently picked the wrong line, because there were two lines. So yep. I'm stuck for even longer, but now at this point I'm trapped in the drive-thru, so yeah. I'm texting Laura. I'm trying to bring a Chick-fil-A, but <gasps> I cannot get through this line. I've been here for 15 minutes. Yeah. And she goes, well, we can do something else. That's fine. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not saying that we need to go somewhere else. I want you to join in this pain with me that I have picked the wrong line, and now I'm
1: stuck here. <laughs> that is so funny, because to me I was like, oh, I just just hate for her to sit there for so long i bet she's so over it <laughs> oh my
0: gosh and what what the heck did i
1: even say was i messaging your iphone yeah
0: yeah okay. oh we can do something else said so, oh no we're getting chick-fil-a we i'm getting dedicated to the drive through. at this point there's no escaping and you just sent laughing emojis because me and
1: mom were just laughing at that like it was just <laughs> so funny this is where I live now.
0: This is, I live yep, here. I live here now. Oh my gosh. And then number two is a continuation of number one. So it's you struggle with saying no to needs around you. Number two, because you feel the need to be needed.
1: Yeah. yeah. I do feel the need to be needed. That's true. I need, I need to know that you need me. Yeah.
0: And then that you care deeply about people and gain joy from serving others. Yes.
1: But I don't think I feel enough joy from like volunteer work as some people do. Does that make sense? To be called a servant. Well, you're serving is a different,
0: right? So... That's true. You don't want to go volunteer around a bunch of people that you don't know that sounds like your worst nightmare yeah that's a good point maybe (laughs) that's why You were an RA in college and you liked serving your residents and being there for them and helping them through different situations. Well,
1: dang. Now that so, you've brought it to my attention like this, <laughs> that makes more
0: sense. I just feel, I feel like that's kind of, yeah, that's the serving others that you like to do. More that one-on-one, more with your friends and your family. Yeah. Those kinds of relationships. Huh. And then you struggle with asking for, oh, you struggle with asking for or accepting help from others. Yes. Yep. Yep. Like, I don't need any help. And then we set up a time to help you. And then you guys really don't have to come help. Okay, we're coming. Right. We have the time. (laughs) Here we are. Number five, you feel more aggressive when stressed and more creative when you're feeling good.
1: Yeah, but that also plays into being bipolar. (laughs) <laughs> okay, but maybe there's a
0: trend like sevens with ADHD. Right, right. Don't <laughs> so, know.
1: I don't know, but
0: yeah. Do you feel more aggressive when stressed? Yeah, because right. I don't think I don't get aggressive when I'm
1: stressed. Right. If I don't that get makes sense. like I don't. I'm not saying that you go beating people. You were- <laughs> I guess not aggressive to me isn't the right word I think it's more um oh what's it's just not that strong of a word
0: right you wouldn't call it aggression but it's just Well, do you get like worked up
1: yeah being worked up uh being snap uh snippy you know things like that oh yeah um yeah when I'm stressed I just I won't talk to you yeah when I'm stressed I just get really irritated and then I walk (laughs) away and then I'm mad that you didn't come chase me oh no that's me (laughs)
0: oh no (laughs) not good not good not good constructive uh (laughs) process but that's fine i'm sure my ex would say that about me too run away sure like create a problem and then be like okay bye right come chase me Mm -hmm. um but i can i can see that a little bit a little bit when trent locks us out of the house (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that the stress is that your aggression coming out that was stressed? my
1: aggression coming out I was so irritated and mm-hmm. that I was irritated when I came in I think my anxiety had been spiking at that point yeah so I was just like ready to I don't know that was weird. we had a house. few weird interactions that day I will say
0: yeah so but number six do you feel the need to please all people even when you don't like them yes 100% I hate when people don't like me Aww. like it bothers my soul you need to reconcile with everybody at least in some way I feel
1: like I need to. You
0: know what? Yeah. Because you are always talking about, should I just message this
1: person? Yeah. Should I just, I'm like, just skip one more chance? But like, it's been a year since you've talked to them and this would just be odd. And also, it ended really bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just depends. Yeah, for sure. But I get, I see that you are that way. hmm
0: Okay, this is the weird one that you didn't know how to respond to earlier. Okay. It's, you can be compassionate to others, including opposing sports teams or movie characters. <laughs> That one
1: trips me up, because, like, certain, like, I can, yes to this team, like, I can feel compassion for them, they're human beings, just on a different team, like, they, yeah. Um, and then there's, like, evil character who has no redeeming qualities. Not very compassionate. But then, ter- but then I do care when they get hurt. Yeah, or yes, That's you care true. when they
0: get hurt. And there's all of these stories that are coming out now from Disney, or whoever, about the villain side of the story. And you realize yeah. why they are the way that they are. Mm-hmm. And that they need help too, Laura. I know it. Am I the type too? I'm just <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> it's me. I'm the type too. Oh my gosh. Number eight, you feel most valuable when you're doing something valuable.
1: Yeah, I would, yeah, I agree with that I don't really have a strong story about that but yeah let me see so in the description of this it says twos are most
0: comfortable when they have a specific role to play that benefits others and I think you do that with especially in your marriage Mm -hmm. you guys are always like this is my job yeah this is his job and you know your roles like that within your marriage so I can see that true whereas I'm like whatever somebody else do
1: everything (laughs) just kidding
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know I'll have to make compromises Mm -hmm. Uh, number nine your confidence and joy increases exponentially when someone notices and appreciates your care. Yeah. Yeah. You need that affirmation. I do. And number 10. Your empathy makes you a safe place for others.
1: That's sweet. I'd like to think so. I don't know. I can't. I feel like I can't answer that for myself. Because you can feel what others are feeling. It
0: reduces anxiety through encouragement and care. And support others faithfully in challenging times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that that's so you. Yeah. There's some different things about the type 2. And I had a few that I wanted to to go through first sevens because I found this article um, a long time ago that made me really know that I was a seven. So I'll read some of those. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the good ones, but oh, this was it. You laughed at this one. You can tell me if this is what you thought about me. Mm -hmm. Let me know. Okay. So upon first meeting you, everyone thinks you're incredibly organized because you have a detailed plan for the next 15 years until two weeks later when you have a new detailed plan. And then two weeks after that, a new detailed plan.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, those were my thoughts. This lady is very well put together. <laughs> and then, no. Uh, no, that's just so funny. It's because, like, I don't know. It's just a really funny um, memory of meeting you like that. Yeah, I
0: know. It's so yeah. weird. It, looking back on it now, is it's just amazing. And, yeah, you probably did think I had my life together. But I didn't read the article going into the meeting. Well, but wasn't there a reason for that? Well, yeah, I didn't. You didn't receive it. I did receive it. Um, I just played it off really well. But I didn't lie. Um, I did receive it. It was attached to the email and I just didn't read the whole email because type 7. <laughs> type
1: 7 got read- a
0: type 7. I didn't read the whole email. Also at that point didn't know hey, I had ADHD either. So yeah. we can talk about that another time. Accommodations in college because we both got those. Yeah. So we should talk about that. So, I think I always have a new detailed plan. And it's funny that it's detailed because I think that's the that's the kicker, right? I will plan out everything in detail and then two weeks later go, you know, I moved these things around and here's where we're at now. Mm-hmm. And I always have to have a plan for the future. And having a plan makes me feel less anxiety about my current moment. Yeah. So, always do that. Um. And then, let's see. Being depressed about resources, being deprived. Yeah, those are standard. This one says, you have seriously wondered if you have some form of attention deficit disorder at least once mm-hmm. so yes and then so this one your enthusiasm level mirrors that of a five-year-old regardless of your actual age and I think that's true mm-hmm. I feel like you felt that too with when you would talk about going home for the weekend or not mm-hmm. it was oh, oh my gosh I'm not gonna be here all weekend or oh my gosh yay we <laughs> can do all these things we, we have time can, we can hang out we can do whatever Okay, and then this one my parents would have to answer. You absorb things best through firsthand experience. In childhood, your parents often groaned you had to learn everything the hard way. Yep. <laughs> Whoops, probably. Okay, this one got me too. You have no idea how anybody meditates ever, unless you're on a meditation kick. Then meditating is all that you do, and you are the meditation master. hmm And that is true. Yep. And this one, just about FOMO, where is it? Okay, I can't find the number, but what really got me on being a type 7 was this one. Number 17 is you don't miss being a kid because Mm. there was nothing worse than having limits put on your resources and behavior. Adulthood is awesome because your life is now all up to you. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. Yeah, I wanted to be my monitor of everything as a kid, Mm -hmm. and it was so annoying because I'd want to go outside and play, and my mom says no. Right. But then when my friends are asking me to play, and I don't really want to, Mm -hmm. but my mom said i could right like well now i don't want to but i wanted to when i asked before yeah so anyway i hate it i really did hate being a kid i remember always just thinking i'll be better when i grow up and now everybody said oh you're gonna miss that and i don't yeah literally haven't thought about it once i also at this point don't care about necessarily moving super far forward because now i have everything i want and i can do whatever i want right Also why I'm a little bit concerned about, you know, oh, I really want a dog, but I don't want to get a dog because then I'll have to take care of the dog. I won't be able to go do random things, that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. Yeah. So those are the different things for me. Yeah. Just, yeah, not missing out on being a kid. Oh, I have good news. I signed my offer letter with my new job. That's so exciting. I'm so excited, you guys. So on being a type seven, uh, this new job that I'm going to have. Oh my gosh. I'm working with somebody I've worked with before who's managed me before. I know how to work with her. It's already been good. Even from the interview that I had, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I just knew what to do because I know her. It was just so nice. Yeah. And I have freedom. I can work from home. I can go into the office um so it's hybrid and i just think that's amazing and i'm gonna have so much freedom and it really is that i'm managing projects all on my own and just reporting back to her so it's not constantly having to check in and get approvals and oh i'm so excited so i start on monday so i'll be done being unemployed not that it ever felt like i was unemployed but right (laughs) (laughs) literally felt like i woke up early every day last week for some reason one of them was you dentist appointment good job laura i'm finishing
1: all your cavity Woo! fillings i did that that's our awesomeness for the week i do have great dental hygiene just want to throw that out there i, I thought just... you
0: were literally about a straight up lie and say that you had
1: good dental health oh and i thought this girl is straight up lying to no these they'll people. see my picture and be like that girl has there's no way <laughs> it's not your fault no, I know. Well, so, I just want to point out, I am a clean person. I just um, have shitty teeth, so. Yeah. Unfortunately. But I found um, something, am I the asshole, for calling police Ooh. on my client. Oh, no. I, 28 female, do babysitting on the weekends to make extra cash. There is one family I definitely should have phased out oh by my gosh. now, but the kids are cute. and if I, I know I,
0: this one. If
1: I don't give another job, if I don't have another job, it's easy money. My issue is, the mom is never home on time. She used to not give me return time. But finally I started asking as it made it impossible to get anything done on the weekends I'd go babysitting so she could go to brunch but She'd be gone from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. My whole day was gone after that She'd start giving me times but never stick to them. She wouldn't even call to tell me she'd just stay out on Saturday, I got to her house at 6, and she was supposed to be home by 9. I told her she needed to be on time because I had plans to go out with friends. I was even getting ready at their house after I put the kids to bed. She promised. Of course, 9 o'clock rolls around, and she's not home. I call her, no response. Text, no response. Another hour, nothing. Still calling and texting. Finally, it's midnight. By this point, my plans are long ruined, but I'm pissed and exhausted. I call her and leave a voicemail saying if she's not at home. In the next hour, I'm considering the kids abandoned and calling the I also text her this. I try calling her 30 minutes later and it goes to voicemail on the second ring. I text her again and she leaves me on red. If she had reached out saying, Hey, I'm staying out until X time, I would have stayed. I don't know any of her family nor the father of the kids, so I can't call them. I gave her a grace period of 15 minutes and tried calling again, finally calling the cops non-emergency line. They showed up and I showed our agreement and text from earlier in the week confirming that she'd come home by 9. They tried contacting her. I didn't answer. I was dismissed and they took the children to the police station. I go home and go to bed. I'm awoken at 3am by a frantic call. It's her. Where are the kids? Why am I not here? I tell her I followed through on my threat. Check the police station. She cursed me out. I hung up and went to bed. The next day she sends me an essay saying the kid's father was called and there was a DCF investigation launched at her. She called me every name under the sun but i didn't think i was wrong until i spoke to a friend with kids she said i should have just waited out and refused to ever sit for her again she asked if her potentially losing her kids was worth me being petty but that's not being petty i was wondering what your initial thoughts were gonna be i don't think that's petty mm-hmm. she as a mother left her children with no idea what was happening she couldn't be reached like what if something had happened to the kids she didn't care so she was abandoned i think yeah i think i think you're
0: right and that was the conclusion i got to eventually Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: my initial thoughts because i read this one or heard on a podcast or something a little bit ago Mm -hmm. and my initial thoughts were oh my gosh i can't believe she called the cops really i I was like i would never do that yeah as a babysitter but i would have done the comment of i would have done the oh just like the friend said it was a friend who called or something Mm -hmm. uh, just about okay wait till she gets home and then don't sit for her again but then on the flip side what i'm at now hearing Mm -hmm. it a second time is okay let's say she did do that and just not sit for her again well she would get a new sitter and do the same thing Mm -hmm. so maybe it's a good thing that the cops were called and are now involved because of this frequent neglect of her children yeah so i had a mixed mixed bag for a while but (laughs) and i think full circle is yeah it wasn't petty yeah and she took care
1: of the kids more than she had to yeah um i hate people like this that just like drop what they're doing on someone else and leave yeah and and not be responsive
0: Mm -hmm. if you can't get a hold of them
1: yeah i don't know yeah that's, I just, I don't even know how people can be like that. There's, I have no idea. It's a foreign concept.
0: I would just never. I could never knowingly put somebody in that situation mm-hmm. and not respond when they called me.
1: It was so wild. The audacity. I just can't. I just, I just really want to know can't. what she was doing. I know. Like she was out
0: all the time. Like, what was she up to? Out with her new boyfriend. It sounds like that's it was into the night, but that one really threw me. I love those. Am I the asshole ones? Yep. So I don't think, no, she's not. She's Final not verdict. Maybe we should talk about it a little bit from a professional perspective. I mean, technically she's a babysitter yeah and that's a profession and for a lot of people they become nannies and they make really good money off of it Mm -hmm. they make their living off of it so from a career perspective I mean that was also the right move
1: Mm -hmm. yeah protection for herself and she had receipts She had a police report so that nobody could ever say it was on her, so.
0: But maybe she was blacklisted in that community, you know? Just do not contact this person. But I guess what you want, I don't know. But you're also probably
1: the mom that, like, (laughs) is abandoning her children and everybody knows. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It probably wouldn't matter that much.
0: I guess as a babysitter, you don't even have a boss. You're just a free spirit. Yeah, free spirit. Do what you want.
1: Yeah. As long as your parents can drive you there. Yeah. I was babysitting long before I had a license. That's so funny. I did not, because I was the youngest in my family and um, didn't know much about kids. <laughs> so I was the kid. <laughs> yeah. You're like I was maybe sat for yes, my entire
0: life. <laughs> for a long time. Yes. <laughs> Not your entire life. Well, feels like it we hope that you guys have a good week yeah and it's thanksgiving for us so we're, yes. gonna, have mm-hmm. yep. we're gonna have eaten good on thursday we're that gonna have eaten good on thursday that is a full eaten. sentence <laughs> that is correct you can put that on your resume
1: well when you're listening to this i hope that you had a great thanksgiving yeah and christmas we're almost there too yeah we so. will be past christmas and mm-hmm. new years yeah and all of them so what is happy have- holidays how were your holidays this year
0: <laughs> how were the holidays what was your favorite food and how many repeat foods do you guys have between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm curious.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: doing Christmas dinner? Mm-hmm. So just basically Thanksgiving dinner again. Yeah, it is. Compare the two in a Venn diagram and turkey. send
1: us DMs. Turkey is the only thing turkey. on the, on this side. Or do you normally have ham on Christmas? I think ham on Christmas yeah, ham on Christmas, Thanksgiving turkey. Well, let us know.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea.
1: I hope you have a great week. Yep.
0: A great week. Great weekend. Um, You can follow us on Instagram at Mildly
1: Professional Podcast if you want updates. Or if you want to send us your toxic workplace stories or any kind of comments or suggestions. Our Gmail is mildlyprofessional 249 You would think it says pod, <laughs> but it doesn't. We will MildlyProfessional249 at gmail.com.
0: We will never not talk about that.
1: That is hilarious. Mm, you'll have to go and listen to the first episode again if you want to figure out why that's so funny. Yes, have a good one.
0: And we'll be back at you next week. Yeah. Next Monday. So have a good one. And